Cases, motherfucker. Cases, motherfucker. Cases, motherfucker. Where them haters at? Cases, motherfucker. Cases, motherfucker. Cases, motherfucker. Where them haters at? Cases, motherfucker. Cases, motherfucker. Cases, motherfucker. Where them haters at? Cases, motherfucker. And welcome back to episode number. Dose. Hey, look at us. <laughs> on the same page and all. On the same page. Numero those in the motherfucking hey. building. You're watching the Texas Underground Radar. radar I am your radar, host, radar. Jay Vass. My host over here with me. Never die. Never die in the motherfucking building. The yeah. eternal one. Texas OG, man. The Texas OG in the motherfucking building. And, uh, you know, if you haven't watched us on... It's because we ain't even released an episode yet. <laughs> if you're just watching this now, it's because uh, we have not released an episode yet. Because hey, uh, we got a plan, that's why. But we're about to release episode number Uno. number two here pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, number one, how much got, you want? We got to put one first. How much you want? I don't know how much liquor you want. A little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. Right. I think we're going to spend the night here tonight. We're not going to talk about what we're <laughs> drinking because we don't do promos around here. Hey. But uh, shouts out to everybody watching. First time going live doing the show. And uh, if you're into Latin rap, especially in the Texas area, we're about to be talking some shit. We're going to be talking about a um, little bit of everything. But before we do, let's pour up right quick. Hey, J-Vaz, put me up on game, y'all. Uh, we got Ornitos. I guess we'll promote it. Fuck it. We got Ornitos. We're going to mix it with Squirt. I ain't got no limes. Uh, if you're watching, I got Mr. Never Die in the motherfucking building. The hey, OG. going down, man. Going down. Got the OG in the building. Um, and then we put some Tajin. Hashtag no free promos. <laughs> that's we, not, give, we giving people all kinds of promo today. You put some Tajin on that motherfucker. I ain't got no limes. You're supposed to put lime on there. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to put lime on there and it's supposed to taste really good. Shit, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about Latin hip hop, man. We're gonna, hey, we're gonna can get, we cuss? We can ooh, can we cuss on, on here? We only got one person watching. We ain't shit. We only got one person watching. Shouts out to Fernando in the motherfucking building. Fernando uh Moreno. Shouts out Damn, to you for that's good, Javez. For for being, you know, one of one of the person watching us. Um so Let's jump right into the show, man. Texas Radar, the Texas Underground Radar is, is to bring light to the independent artists as well as talk about some of the Texas stuff that is going on. You can watch the full edited version of this video uh, on YouTube. Hit the link in the bio. And let's get right into it. Talk to us, Never Die. What you um, got, man? What you got? Uh, do we need an opinion disclaimer at the beginning of the show? Do we? This, this is our opinion. And uh, we stand on what we say because it's what we believe. And either you like it or you don't like it. But we just stating, stating facts in our opinions. <laughs> we are stating facts in our opinions. <laughs> hey, shouts out to White Cup Entertainment. You know what I'm saying? They hooked me up with the Beavers and Butthead Trill shirt. Uh, shouts out to them. Shit, got, I, I bought that shirt, bro. We got Beavers and Butthead back here as well. Hey. You know what I'm saying? How, how the fuck am I doing this? You get it? Beavers and Butthead, screwed up tapes. We're here in the studio. Um, so let's jump into it. Never die. What we got coming up with the first topic? Well, you want to start out with Peso Peso? Peso Peso. Let's talk about Peso Peso. So any, wanna, any, any of you people on here, Peso Peso fans, what up? What up? 
Uh, Jay Lopez in the motherfucking building. Music yep. corruption. What up? The main thing that I first wanted to talk about was the clip that Sauce Walker posted. So I'm trying to find it because I know I shot it to you. Oh, here it is, right so, here. So, do we have any Peso Peso fans in here? Say Dudes in the building. Shouts out Say Dudes. Make sure you hit up my boy Say Dudes for the candy. Talk to us, OG. So, Sauce Walker said, if SPM is the Tupac, then Peso Peso is the Little Wayne. Fuck. How do you how do you feel about that, J-Vaz? Any Peso Peso fans in here, tap in. Because I'm about to go in on Peso Peso. In a good way. In a good way. Shouts out to Peso Peso. First of all, I want to say shouts out to Peso Peso. Uh, he's been doing his thing. You know, dude's making money. This is not what this is about. This is not about how much money he's making. It's not about none of that. Dude got a buzz. Shouts out to him. If SPM is Tupac, he said, okay. So Sauce Walker, Walker said. That's funny because we said SPM, that on episode one. If SPM is Tupac, Peso Peso is Lil Wayne. How do y'all feel about that, people? How do y'all feel about that? But let me give y'all my opinion. No. No. Nothing against Peso Peso. This is almost, you know, if, if you know me, you know I fuck with Young Easy. And then uh, previously, even on episode one, I was asked if I thought Young Easy was the Mexican Tupac. Mm -hmm. Nothing against Young Easy. But that's just a big comparison. Yeah. And I get Peso Peso's got a buzz, but we have a lot of artists. You know, even Say Dudes has men mentioned the Mexican OT. I know Mexican OT is not in that level yet, but I feel like he can surpass Peso Peso's level. But we'll get into that in a second. As far as that comment that Sauce Walker made, no, I don't think he's... Or is he? I mean, for this, I guess it depends on the generation you're from. Man, it's it's kind of biased because that Sauce Walker's artist, but mm, I can kind of see a comparison. Uh, no free promos. No free pro <laughs> Shout out! I hear pointing up in the studio. You're in the Southwest. Come holla at us. Join us. We're pointing up and talking shit. Talk to us, OG. I mean. Is he inspiring the next generation? Is Peso Peso inspiring the next generation? Of Mexicans? Yeah. Do Mexicans even fuck with Peso Peso like that? I, I have seen the younger generation. I've been around the younger generation. They do fuck with him. I mean, where do, where do these numbers come from? How is he making money if people don't fuck with him? One thing I do got to say, though. Hey, pull up, man. We're out here in the Southwest right off Bissonette. We got hoes waiting outside. <laughs> <laughs> they had the Burger King. They had the Burger King. Um, one thing about Peso, Peso, man, um, he does have a following outside of the Mexican com community, mm -hmm. which is huge. Because I, I think outside of SPM, nobody has really had that as far as the Mexican artist, Hispanic artist goes. I mean, Young Easy does. But is Young Easy making the buzz that Peso Peso's making? Not the buzz, but not the same buzz, but how y'all feel? Y'all think, I mean, think Peso Peso is Lil Wayne, the Mexican how, Lil Wayne? How, how y'all feel about that? How Talk about Big to me. Tony. Big Tony making a, a pretty huge buzz too, outside of just Mexican people. Yeah. So you think he's Drake? 
<laughs> no, definitely. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Any Peso Peso fans on here? If you're a Peso Peso fan, tap in. Let us know how you feel about Peso Peso and make your case of why Peso Peso is the Mexican Lil Wayne. Because I don't think he is. But that's just my opinion. Can we go? Whoa! Killed it. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm drunk. We got the Never Die Chaps outside. I don't think I right. <laughs> something stopped recording. <laughs> um, I heard something stopped recording, so talk to them. How do you feel about Peso Peso being Lil Wayne? I mean, when when Lil Wayne took over the crown and said he was the best rapper alive, I mean, do you remember? Do you remember that moment when Jay Z was starting to retire, and then Lil Wayne said, "I'm the best rapper alive." Since the best rapper is retiring, that that's when things really started to change. That's when he elevated to a whole other level. So, do you think that Peso Peso is taking the game to a whole other level the way Lil Wayne did, as far as Mexican rappers? He's checking the camera views right now. <laughs> what up? It's Peso Peso. Taking come come again. So, so you remember Lil Wayne? He was hot boy Lil Wayne, right? And then he said, "I'm the best rapper alive since the best rappers retiring." And that's when Jay Z was retiring. So that's when he started elevating and taking the game to a whole other level. That's when he became okay. little, the little Wayne that that we loved that changed the game and that all these young rappers are trying to inspire to be. So is Peso Peso taking Mexican rappers, Latin rap to that type of level? No. Um, because then you got to figure, too, there was no competition for Lil Wayne at the time. Lil Wayne had no, no, uh, no competition. When Lil Wayne was dropping a mixtape a week, it felt like it was a mixtape a week. Won't nobody really touching him. I think the only person to me, at least people that I was listening to, I'm feeling the fucking drink. Hey, I haven't had a drink since like fucking two years ago, <laughs> and this motherfucker hidden right now. Um, so is that what made him the work ethic? I think the hard work did. And the thing about Peso Peso now is that we do have a lot of artists that are coming out that are equivalent, if not better than Peso Peso. Um, one of my favorites right now has to be that Mexican OT. I feel like the Mexican OT has a lot of potential. Yeah. And the work ethic for the Mexican OT, I mean, this dude is dropping a fucking track every week or every two weeks with the visual. And I I get... My only problem with, with Peso Peso being the Mexican Little Wayne is that Mexicans are not even really claiming Peso Peso like that. Some are, but not enough for him to consider... Peso Peso as the Mexican Little Wayne. So where do you think most of his views come from? Because it's, it's undeniable he has the views. Oh, yeah. He has the buzz. Like I said, shout out to Peso Peso. I mean, the dude's got a buzz. He really does. I don't know. I think that goes back to what I said. I give him props because he's got a following outside of the Mexican community. He's got a following that is not just Mexicans that listen to him. 
it, it is other races that are tuning in to Peso Peso. So I give him that. I just feel like you can't compare him to Little Wayne just yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Not saying he won't be or he can't be. Because I mean, he he is kind of a leader of a new wave, a new wave of uh, style. He is. So so here's the thing about Peso. While I'm not a fan of Peso Peso's music, I feel like he does. Okay, so when I say I'm not a fan of Peso Peso music, I mean I'm not a fan of all that whispering shit. Yeah, they're asking in the club. I don't like that. But there is some track. He did a track with a Guero 10K about a month ago. Shouts out free Guero 10K. Well, he did some fucked up shit, but you get it. Um, <laughs> uh, but he did a track with Guero 10K that I really like Peso Peso's delivery. Now, again, I'm not just listening. I'm not out here listening to Peso Peso on a daily, so I'm not familiar with his work. Mm-hmm. But that was one of my favorite verses I've heard from Peso Peso. Um, did he hear that D-Baby track I sent you? Yo, shouts out to Selena in the motherfucking cut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got Selena's in the motherfucking building. Did he hear that um, Texaco track? I did not hear that. You didn't send me that. Yeah, I sent it to you last night. Last but night? It, but Where? it has a Peso Peso on it, Cash Out Ace, Brick Wolf Pack, D-Baby, and they rapped on that SPM, uh, that, uh, damn, what's the name of that song? High So High. I did not hear that. Yeah, he wrecked, he wrecked that old. So Peso Peso does wreck. I'm not saying the dude's trash. I'm just saying he's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Fact. And that's why I don't think he's the little Wayne yet. I'm not I'm not just scratching him off completely saying he's never gonna be that because that's unfair. Because music is very um, what's the word? Can't think of the word. If I can't think of the word when I'm sober, I can't think of the word right now. <laughs> Cap G. Hey, Cap G be doing his thing, but Cap G is I don't think Cap G's in the discussion because Cap G has. Yo, if you're watching this on YouTube, we go live on TikTok. So, that, you know, I'm going to be commenting on comments that are on TikTok. So make sure you follow us on TikTok. TikTok. TikTok <laughs> at the JVAS show. Nah, but, um, yeah, so, so, I mean, I think it's too early to call it. That's my only problem with it. Now, I mean, it's coming from a biased bias source. A bias source. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. First of all, shouts out to my boy Jedediah from the Jedediah Podcast. If you're not subscribed to Jedediah's podcast, make sure you do so. You can find Jedediah's podcast on YouTube. He interviewed Peso Peso. He's interviewed Brick Wolf Pag, Little Mexico. He's got a lot of dope interviews, and dude asks a lot of good questions. Um, and I actually fuck with him. That's why I'm giving him this promo. But they asked peso peso on i think it was called front, the front door podcast or or front porch podcast well for before we get into that do you have anything else to say about sauce walker's um no. comment so how, do you feel he's just to close it out do you feel like he's the next uh, he's the mexican little way i mean it's i won't say it's a valid point but i can see where he's going and i can see that he was using it as something to get people talking, like we're talking about right now. But um, but no, not yet. So I want to know why that camera keeps stopping. Are you ugly? <laughs> Are you ugly? Why does that camera keep stopping? God damn it! Um, so we're gonna go this angle then, for now, just to keep it going. Um, okay, so. 
You can hurt somebody's legacy when you compare anyone to Wayne. That's what somebody said. That's that's what P. Ramirez just said. That's real. You can compare, and that's that's fucking real. Yeah, that's yeah. real. Uh, because you can't like. I mean, it's like we said about you know when somebody asked me, "Do you think Young Easy is the Mexican Tupac?" Nothing against Young Easy because my boy Young Easy is fucking cold, man. Yeah, but but too, that's just too big of a Tupac. name to compare to. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and let's make this transition right now. Why are we calling? Why are we comparing Mexican artists to black artists? Why are we not embracing our own fucking culture, bro? I mean, cause it's it's rap music. I mean, you want to make comparisons. I could, you kind of fanning out. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I've been having this problem for a long ass time, and I'm so ready to talk about it. I'm Mexican, born in Mexico. All my family's from Mexico, and I'm proud of that shit. Mm. And one thing that I very like, like I really dislike, is the comparison. And nothing against black artists, but it's like I want to be the first Mexican this, the first Mexican that. I mean, think of it like basketball. Like people always want to compare LeBron James to Michael Jordan. Like who's better, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? And I mean, it's kind of a generational thing, but at the same time, it's. Uh, I mean, it's just it's what fans do. You know what I'm saying? Like we we like to discuss about things and and talk about certain topics. So I can understand it. So let's transition to the next topic here. As a matter of fact, take us to it, Mister Never Die. What you want to talk about, Lil Bing? No, let's talk about uh, the Jedi Die. We never finished talking. About- oh, let me take okay. it back. So Jedi's podcast, <laughs> the Jedi's podcast, it was said that Peso Peso paved the way for Mexicans. And then he said, he corrected himself though. Excuse me. He said, um, I feel like I paved the way for Mexican artists around the world. And he's like, well, not around the world because there's artists out there that are not Mexican. Um, damn. And then he Jay said, definitely stay the night in the studio." <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. Drunk. I'm not drunk yet. Um, but for he said he paved the way for Mexican artists. He gave them confidence to be themselves. My only problem with that statement is maybe for this generation he did that, but by him saying that, you're also discrediting artists like Baby Bash, who took this shit worldwide, who was doing concerts in China. In fucking Russia. Bro, he was on Carlos Santana's greatest hits album. Bash? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So for Peso Peso to say. He did a song with Santana and Jay Lopez. Jay Lopez? Yeah. Jay Lopez, shout out to you, baby. (laughs) Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. Okay. He's He's wrong. He said Jay Lopez. I thought he was talking about music corruption. Um so as far so as far as paving the way, man, that's that's a little extreme, bro. Because to my at least, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you're watching this, Peso Peso has never gone outside of Houston, outside of Texas. Well, maybe he's gone outside of Texas, nah, he's but he's never been outside of the states on tour. What about SPM? I know a lot of people don't like SPM because of the whole the reason he's in jail, and I get that. But let's not act as if the man didn't fucking open doors that no other Hispanic Mexican artist has ever done. 
Yeah. SPM did, the artist. Did you ever go to a SPM concert? Nah, bro. I never did. Bro, <laughs> that shit would be bananas. Like, when we were Latin Embassy, we would follow SPM because we knew that's where all the people would be. So there would be thousands of people, bro, because he'd be performing, and they everybody would just be listening to every word that he's saying. That's, he had so much power. He had so much power. If he said, fuck the police, and everybody in the fuck, a sea of people would say, fuck the police, you know what I'm saying? And that's power you can't just, that's... You can't explain it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why people feared it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the sake of the show, we're going to cut this on the cameras. But uh, keep talking to them right quick. Well, I go check these cameras, bro. Keep talking to these people on TikTok. And what am I supposed to talk to? <laughs> nah, but for, but for real, man, if, if you ever been to an SPM concert, dude, it would be fucking bananas. So that's why we were always following them around and we'd be out there hustling CDs and shit and trying to make that break because we knew that's where the people were going to be at because he'd draw a crowd and that's why he'd be get paid the money that he would get. Because if you booked SPM for a show, then all the people were going to show up. It didn't matter the city. It didn't matter how many nights he'd be at a place, two, three nights, and people would show up. And that's why he got to deal with Universal and that's why I was doing the things that he did, and that's why people feared him. And I seen it with my own eyes. I seen I seen him sell our shows in multiple cities because we'd go, and that's how we make our money because we'd be hustling in the parking lot, selling CDs, and it was what it was. Have y'all have y'all any of y'all ever gone to a shout out to the Mexican? Hey, shout out to are you down with hate approved? Hey, that's a hate approved OG right there. <laughs> Already, yeah. Shouts out to hate approved man. Uh, Cease is my boy, man. Um, I mean, obviously, Mister Never Die was with hate approved. Uh, Cease is my boy, man, and you know, and I, when I say that, I mean my boy. Like, there was a time when I was going through some shit in life, and uh, he shot my first music video. Cease from hate approved did. Yeah, mine too. And, you know what I'm <laughs> and I was going through some. At first, I was like, he just he just fucks with me because, you know, because he's making money off of me. Then I remember I put some fucking depressing shit on Facebook and C's hit me up, you know what I'm saying, on some personal shit. And he was just checking on me and just talked to me about life and shit. I mean, I'm like, I'm like 10 years younger than C's. And uh, and I appreciate him for that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I even told him in person, like, hey, bro, I appreciate that, bro, because I thought you only fuck with me because of the business side. But uh, let's keep it moving. Yeah, we fuck with Hate Brew, man. Shouts out my, to Hate Brew. My first video was the first video that C's ever shot. And it was so fucking first that we shot it in the Reunion Tower in Dallas. And he didn't know about lighting or anything, so we couldn't even use that video because it was all fucked up. <laughs> Just wasting your time. Yeah, yeah. Shit, we were at the motherfucking reunion tower where, they, where the plates are expensive than the yeah. motherfucker shooting a video, and none of it got saved. That was the first video he ever shot. That was my video. Say, hey, yeah, we fuck with me too. Nah, I'm good right now, bro. For real, it's going down. Yeah, what? Huh, huh? Man is, man is like man. Be 
Lisa chained up right now, Peter Pan. I don't give a fuck, no flake, be the man. Chopping, chopping up the block, cause I'm riding on fans. Hold up, dog, I got a partner named Stan. I represent the down south. Niggas talk down, I bust out their mouth, what's the grill? Chopping up the block, cause I'm riding on fans. Hold up, hold up, dog, I got a partner named Stan. Rep, represent the down south. Niggas talk down, I bust out their mouth, what's the grill? No, I'm for real. I'ma let these niggas know what's the damn deal. Call me, call me Big Flake, I represent the south. I don't give a damn fuck, niggas fuck mouth. Fuck them, fuck them damn boys, bust out my toys. I don't give a damn, cause you know I'm making noise. Yes, I guess I gotta get lied, gotta get crumb. If I'm on the block, you know I got away with Trump. I gotta up a stereo and turn it live I'ma go wreck the whole motherfucking crowd Yes, this a big flake, I go hard in the paint When I'm on stage, them hoes just faint Them hoes going crazy, going book wide I been getting crazy since I was a little child Yes, this big flake, get crunk and what dance I don't give a damn, I got them ants in my pants I'ma shake it up and I'ma gonna break it up Break it up and damn, damn, cold toner, slangin' marijuana. All the damn hoes better get the fuck out of my fucking dick, my jock. I'ma go hit the block. I'm making shit hot, man. I'm not stopping like man. Boys don't feel me. I don't give a damn, cause man, these haters wanna kill. All up, all up in the studio with my boy Sin. It's money to spend. On them boppers as I roll on choppers Waving trunk on them coppers Drop the top on the dropper Get the bubble like stick While I drop the bumper kit In the vocal booth at the basement with Big T And those on them boppers as I roll on choppers Waving trunk on them coppers Drop the top on the dropper The bubble bubble like stick While I drop the bumper kit In the vocal booth at the basement with Big T I'm not nearly, I'm not diddy But your girl wanna get with me If I came on Rap City I'll still serve a 50 on TRL with the Carson Daily. Did a track with Jay Z, and it's a fact we stay G. My name and name is Lil Bing. I'm a swing, I'm a swing. Dripping candy green in the bubble submarine. Crawl, crawled in the slab. My nigga Taz got a jag. Fist to act bad in the yellow hovercraft. Got a bad broad, and she do what I say. With Beyonce, I'm riding blue over gray. Man, I'm known for wrecking. It's that mystery. Latin legend, rapping like a Mac 11 on 100.7 The house party, I drank with Cardi Pop the trunk with the remoteness till my Lexus car key Man, I'm known for wrecking, it's that Michigan Latin legend Rapping like a Mac 11 on 100.7 The house party, I drank with Cardi Pop the trunk with the remoteness till my Lexus car key I got a drop top candy blue Ferrari I can pull bops if I drove a Harley Pack a chrome Beretta under my iceberg sweater At the Playboy Mansion with Hugh Hefner I'm on my grind so you know I'm gon' shine Bought nine pounds of pine from high time Yep, yep, I got heart so I'm climbing on the chart My diamonds gon' spark on 106 and Park I grab the microphone, they gon' say that boy gone Bringing hits to the ring like that boy Roy Jones Front page of Rolling 
stones And I'm blowing zones If a nigga talk down Then I'm have to smoke it down Put me up against the bitch And I bet I'm gon' wreck Put it down for my set Extra rounds for the tech In the spotlight At Hollywood The way I break the mic Man, I think I probably could Hit the big screens And start in the movie I guess it'd be a pointer Cause your girl wanna do Hit the, hit the big screens And start in the movie I guess it'd be a pointer Cause your girl wanna do Nothing Nothing but them Frank staying on my uh, Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving, Mr. Never Die. What we got coming up next? Chill, yo. You want to talk about Lil Bang? Talk about Lil Bang, man. East. <laughs> Lil Bang. Um, if you don't follow us on social media, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the JVAS Show. Follow Mr. Never Die at Mr. Never Die. Yeah. And I asked the question um, about Bing. If you're from Houston, you're familiar with Bing. There's a chance if you're if you're outside of Houston, there's a chance you're probably not too familiar with Bing. And I had a question I don't about him, that. huh? I don't believe that. You don't he, believe he that? He got a lot of fans, man. So, so if you're from Houston, you know that Bing was considered a Latin legend. He's considered up to date a Latin legend, a Mexican Latin legend. So the question pops up. Considering the lack of the lack of the body of work, there's not enough of there's not enough work from Bing, in my opinion, to put that label on him. Could had he been one? Hell yeah, because the dude was cold. Did he put out enough work? To put that label on him? Probably not, in my opinion. So I asked the question, and, you know, shouts out to Brace. He gave us a real good answer. He said um, he was very, his style was different, very unique, which is why he was considered a legend, just because he was very, but was he really unique, though? Or was, it, was he yeah. just real swaggy at what he was saying? That made it sound that way because he wasn't really saying anything special, to be very honest. But uh, but who else is at a style like that? I can't think of anybody else that sounds like Bing. Talk closer to. Closer I mean, to the he mic. he's he's very lyrical. He's very, he is very swaggy, but but he's also very lyrical at the same time. Yeah. His his flow insane, man. His flow is insane. Uh, and it's kind of it's kind of the thing, the man, the myth, the legend. Like he has a whole story behind him. Um, like, I don't want to say in an ugly way, but it's like when when somebody dies, then they that moment they get froze in that moment. You know what I'm saying? And kind yeah. of the same thing goes when you get locked up. Like, he he had a crazy buzz when he got locked up. And and so many people would talk about his potential and where he could be. And, I mean, like the same thing. Like, spoiler alert, when you were talking about G-Love, you talked about a lot of people say she's next. She's never dropped an album before. Yeah. This is... 
she's about to drop her first album, but she's created such a buzz, and that's the same way Bing was. Bing would be everywhere. He'd be doing shows. He'd be doing freestyles, and you didn't even know that he never dropped the album. I'm about to get chorro putting this shit on my drinks. <laughs> I don't know why I keep putting this shit on my drink. I'm about to get chorro and shit, tahin. Um, okay, so I see what you're saying. I mean, um, he, he had an insane buzz, and then he got locked up, so then he had a story behind the buzz. Because so. do I think he could have blown up? I think, boy, I love Bing, boy. Like, if there was any artists outside, at the time when I was real big into hip-hop, Spanish rap or Mexican artists or whatever, I was big into Dope House. I would buy anything that had Dope House artists in it. And Bing was one of my favorite shut him down record artists. So do I think he had potential to be a legend? I had, I, I, I do. I even asked uh, Shadow and Filetto, you know, how did they think things would play out if Bing didn't go to jail? And they think, and I mean, that's what better stories than that, right? Like the, yeah. their, their main producers. And their words were, he probably could have surpassed Carlos, could have surpassed SPM. Unfortunately, we'll never know. Yeah. I just feel like there's not enough body of work out there to consider him a legend. Or, or not even, not, not at this point, I even just consider him a legend. But why are we? I mean, L- Lucky, Lucky did a whole album where Bing shit wrote that his, was written by Bing. You yeah. fucking right. I and forgot you know, about that. And I almost, I almost bought a verse from Bing. I mean, I was one of the first people to get a verse from him for prison. Yeah. Shout out to my homegirl Marty. Like she hooked that up, and and um, I mean his his lyrical game is impeccable, man. Like he, he's fucking dope as fuck. Hey, and P. Ramirez, hey, shouts out to you, bro. That's just what we're talking about. I forgot about that. I forgot that Lucky put out an album that was all written by Bing. Yeah, and I've never let anybody write for me, but I was gonna get a verse from Bing and let him write it for me because his fucking lyrics are insane, bro. Like even the who, track I did with who him. Who better to write it? Who better to flow on that shit than Lucky? Because yeah. if there's any other swaggy ass rapper, yeah. at least at the time when the that album, album came was out, sick, bro. it had to be Lucky. Because yeah, outside of Lucky, sick. there was nobody else that had that swag yep. like Bing did. Because I know, shouts out to Lucky for changing his style and whatnot. We talked about, um, we talked about Lucky being a top selling uh, Christian artist on the first episode. That episode will go up next week, so make sure you guys check that out on YouTube. But. Um, I forgot about that, bro. I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot that Lucky did that. A whole album, bro. Whole album written by by the Land Legend. Yeah. And you and the crazy thing is, he did that. One of his best tracks is um, that freestyle. Man, it's like man, peace yeah. and chained up, riding off. Peace. That was big flake, but that that freestyle. Yeah. Um. And it was cool because like, when, I, when I interviewed the house party, when I interviewed Filetto, he told me the way that came about was they needed to do something that was radio friendly without cuss words. And they gave him a list of, hey, freestyle, here's the list of shit that you, you have to say. Beyonce, this, 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 and that. Freestyle that without cuss words. That boy, that bitch, I would, if, if I, the fact that Filetto told me that story makes that more. Even that more impressive because that was yeah. a dope ass freestyle. Yeah, yeah. And for him to be like, "Hey, rap about this. This is what you're gonna rap about." And for him to make it sound that dope, bro, that's yeah. fu- that's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's what I'm saying. Like, he had the potential to blow. He just he just never got to that point because these streets, man. 
These streets catch up to us. Yeah. Uh, it's Coast Christian now. Hey, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you follow us on TikTok. We'll be answering some questions on TikTok uh, at the JVAS show. I'm not sure if Coast is Christian now. I have no idea. Um, I, I know he got baptized recently. Yeah, I haven't. I did see that. Yeah, I haven't talked to Coast in a couple of months, man. You know, uh, for you, for you who might not know, at one point in my life, I was like 380 pounds, and Coast got me on keto, so I'll forever be uh, appreciative of that. I did lose like fucking 100 pounds, then I gained like 20, but I'm trying to lose that shit again. But uh, shout out to Coast. Uh, so you know that's one of the, another one of those people that I appreciate as you know outside of the music industry, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if he's gone Christian yet, or or if he's even considering that. Um, but besides all that, he's he's one of the top. Coast is probably bro. <laughs> Coast is one of those artists that may not have a buzz, but in the circle that he does have it, like us that know, he's probably a top five Latin artist in Houston. Nah, he insane, bro. Insane. Can is anybody even fucking with Coast? Delivery and lyrically. You're insane, bro. So let's make and, this transition. And, oh, okay. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just, I was just gonna say he's insane. Like his talent to um, his style. Um, like ain't too many people fucking with him. He can, he can sing. His, his concepts, his art, artistry. It's just insane, yeah. bro. He's a, he's an artist artist. Coast is one of those people, man, that does music because he loves it, and he's real good at it. Yeah, you know, uh, he was one of my first paid features, and when I and I I, I sh- uh, shot him the track, he wrote it like I sent it to him like at seven p.m. by ten p.m. He's like, check your email. If you don't like it, you're gay. <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what he told me. He's like, if you don't like it, you're gay. And it was a love song that you know that, that we did, uh, and that song like it, it yeah, got you my shot a video for it. Right? Yeah, it got yeah. my name out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Shout out to Coast. But uh, you rap, J Man? Did I rap? <laughs> what? Nah. Um, my freestyle right now. I'm fit. I'm feeling this fucking. I'm feeling this fucking Ornitos. I might start. Promo. I might start freestyle. <laughs> GT Garza. GT Garza lyrically. Okay, so it's funny you mentioned GT Garza because we're gonna talk about GT Garza. Let's make this transition. GT Garza just dropped a project called. Um, Somewhere in H. Is that it? Somewhere in. Hold the- on, I'm looking it up to make sure. So GT Garza just dropped the project. Shouts out to GT Garza, man. I'm supposed to... Sometime in H, my bad. Sometime in H. We're supposed to have his drink on this episode, but I haven't picked it up. I've been slacking. Ooh. We're going to have his drink on the next episode, and we'll talk about his drink. Uh, if you, you know, Make sure you hit up Money or GT. Pick up his new drink, uh, Coco. It's a Coco. Is it cocoa? <laughs> Coconut. Cocoa. <laughs> cocoa butter. It's that cocoa butter drink. It's that coconut something. I can't remember. Coconut oceanic something. But uh, we're going to have that drink near. That hey, shit sound wavy as fuck. But my boy, uh, Mr. Never Die, just dropped his trap sauce. Make hey. sure you hit him up on Instagram at, at Mr. Never Die. Strawberry mango, man. Strawberry mango. Pick up his. Fuck with it. Pick up his. Uh, his uh, trap sauce, uh, Michelada mix. Yeah, shit go I, hard, we man. Try. I don't like beer. If not, we would try it. But <laughs> let's talk about GT Garza. Uh, GT Garza just dropped something in the H. Sometime in the H. Sometime in the H. Uh, it's what, about nine tracks? 13 uh, tracks? Seven. Seven, seven tracks EP. 22 minutes. 
22 minutes. So I'm going to let you talk on it first because I forgot to jam to it at first. I started listening to it like two days ago. So talk to me about the project and how you feel about it. Um, I mean, anytime anytime guards drop an album, I'm going to check it out just off, off the respect. You know what I'm saying? But as... With Garza, you know you're gonna get what you're gonna get. But this album, I will say, is 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 kind of got a different vibe to it. Like you can tell he on his boss shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's a good vibe. Like he sound like he's smoking like when he that. Said, he's Fuck smoking your top that. Five. Yeah, he's smoking that good weed. You know what I'm talking about? He got he got his feet kicked up, sipping that top shelf liquor and shit. Like, like it's it's a good vibe. I fuck with it. It. Um, Probably his number one album I fuck with is. What's your favorite GT Garza album? I don't think I have a favorite GT Garza album, but I do have a favorite GT Garza track. Here as of late, he did a track. I think it was called um, Speed or something like that. Five Speed. I think it was. That's what it was called. It had Crystal popping and it had um, Mellow. Hmm. Mellow, Mellow. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? I need to start drinking. Fellow. It had a felony on it. Um, Shouts out to Fellow, man. If you haven't done some shit, out the interview I did with Fellow. Um, that was one of my favorite tracks. His delivery was fucking ridiculous, man. And GT has always been lyrical. Uh, if there's any artist in, in H-Town outside of Coast uh, that has been consistent, is always lyrically dope as fuck. Uh, it, has, it has to be facts. GT Garza. That's facts. It has to be GT Garza. Yeah. Um, that's probably one of my favorite tracks as of late. Uh, young, I think young Mexico and Brown Funeral. That's that's, well, my, I was about to say, that's my favorite album. If we talk about favorite albums, I would have to take it back to the Maverick Music album mixtapes. I think you know when I first got introduced to GT, that's probably when I was like the most impressed. Uh, I checked out the project though. I checked out the project when you told me about it, and. Um, I thought it was dope. There's a track he did in, on there. Uh, the one with Crystal Poppin. What's it called? Uh, Seven Days. Trap in the motherfucking building. So that's a track called Seven Days on the on the EP with GT Garza and Crystal Poppin. I really liked it. Uh, I thought it was dope. The, you know, There's a track with Paul Wall that he did on there too that I thought it was very dope. I like that No Slag with Risco Funk. Risco be killing it, Risco man. Risco killing it, man. Yeah, yeah. Risco hey. killing it. So, so Shit, he hit that hook like a motherfucker. When we're talking about this, what would you rate the project overall? Based off of what? How many points are we giving? 10 being the max. I'd give it a, I'd give it a solid 7. A 7? The I'll give it an 8 because I, I did listen to it like back to back twice. That's how much I was short. into it. It was short, but but I think people's uh, attention span is short nowadays, so you have to keep it short. I kind I kind of wanted more. I ain't even gonna lie. I was listening to we're it. We're older though. Yeah, we, we're used to the eighteen twenty tracks, and then throw two bonus tracks on there. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think now he's he's shooting more to the you know short attention span people. Yeah. I I really liked his album though. Like I f I feel like he kind of switched it up. Like a lot of his albums, I feel like consistent. But this one, I really feel like he kind of hey, did. My fucking building. What's up, trap? Fucking my boy, uh, trap boy Green in the motherfucking building. Um, Already. So I would give it an eight. 
My only problem, and it's not just with GT, is with artists overall. And we're going to cut right here. You guys can keep talking to, G, uh, to my boy, uh, GT. <laughs> to my boy, Mr. <laughs> Never Die. I'm going to go check the cameras right quick. What's wrong with the cameras? <laughs> Nothing. Just want to make sure that it's been 30, 38 minutes. Hey, man, we're sipping, we sipping on that tequila and score going down, man. What's good with y'all? Yeah, we're doing it live right now. Texas Underground Radar going down. That boy j is checking the cameras, making sure we're looking fly. Shout out to H-Town Firearms. Shout out to Trap Sauce. Got the strawberry mango. This commercial break. <laughs> and we're back in the motherfucking building. Shout out to the whole three people watching. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so what we're talking about. Okay, so my only problem with the project... So my only problem with the project has to be, now, granted, I'm not from Houston, mm -hmm. right? I'm not from Houston, so I don't have that H-Town pride. But one thing that I'm tired of, that I wish these artists, like GT Garza being one of the most talented artists that we have out here in Houston, one of uh, Hispanic artists that we have here in Houston, would try to give us something not so H-Town feel to it. Hmm. I am personally tired of the Houston feeling to the music. And not because I don't like it, but because I feel like GT is talented enough to take this shit outside of Houston. So where do you think he should go? What type of style would you like to hear out of GT cars? Let's not focus so much on the swinging and banging, pop trunks, Banging. Like to hear more lyrical? Like on. Show us your lyrical shit. Because like I know on, GT like on is some lyrical. East Coast shit or what? Because I know GT can be lyrical like as fuck. Like, would you like bro. to hear him on some, like, Locks beats or. No, I mean, I don't care what beats he gets on. Mm. I just, I just, and I know this because of the Maverick music tapes. Give us some shit where you get lyrical, where it doesn't have to be for Houston people, where, where I know you can make other people outside of the Houston scene relate. See, that's kind of what I liked about this album, though, was the whole vibe. Like, I'm 35 boys, shout out. It, it was real chill, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like I said, like it sounded like he's smoking on some good weed with his feet kicked up, some top shelf liquor. Like, I don't know. It was it was a real cool vibe on this album. Yeah, that's what you liked about yeah. it. Yeah, like he was on his boss shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, but but I would I would like to hear him on some on some other shit. That that's a very good point. Yeah. Um. Hold on. So so next we should talk about the House of Blues. Shout out to our sponsors, Juanitos. Juanitos <laughs> in the motherfucking house. Hey, you guys, anybody on here, the whole three people watching. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with Mexican rap? Let's talk about the House of Blues. Uh, we were at the House of Blues about, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. We were at the House of Blues two weeks ago. And we were checking out uh, Santa Fe Clan. And we didn't even know we were both going to be there. Yeah, I didn't even know you were gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? I was <laughs> I was out there with uh with uh Athena. Shout out to Athena. 
And we just came in from South by Southwest. We were in Austin. We just drove in town. You know what I'm saying? So so we was out there at the House of Blues. Shout out to Mexican Connected. She told us to come through. And Santa Fe, Santa Fe Clan. I'm I'm obviously drunk because I'm because <laughs> I speak Spanish. Santa Fe Clan and uh Secan had a sold out event at the House of Blues. Sold out. Sold out. I, bro, I mean sold the fuck out. It was pretty pretty impressive because it was Santa Fe's Klein first tour in the USA. He went to Dallas, San Antonio, Laredo, uh, McAllen, Houston. Then he went to uh, to Cali, somewhere in LA. Then he finished it up in, in Vegas. But they were sold out. His whole concert was sold out. His whole tour. I'm sorry. Um, the whole tour was sold out. Yeah. Damn. Which was pretty fucking impressive, bro. Um, and it made us think about, it made me think about this question. First, it was impressive to see him coming to Houston for the first time and selling, selling out. You know what I'm saying? I think when we talked, uh, we talked to the manager of House of Blues, he said that the maximum capacity was 1,700. So, and he, they said they were a little bit over. So it was over 1,700 people at the House of Blues. Right? And he sold, sold out. So the question comes up, why, why are our local Houston Hispanic artists not doing the same thing? Talk to me, Mr. Never Die. Is, is, is SPM and his prime selling our house of blues? I, will, I would say definitely, because I've seen them sell out stadiums before. Um... I can't really speak on his music because I haven't heard too much of his music, but I heard a lot of it is because he's speaking realness. How did how do you feel a lot of Houston artists are? Do you think a lot of Houston artists are speaking on realness? Or do you think they're speaking more on what they think people want to hear? Camera tripping. Okay. So I think the problem, I think the problem is we're not getting. Now I understand a lot of artists do music, not because they're trying to. You know, I, you know when you ask these artists why they do music, they tell you they do it because they they love making music, so they do it for themselves. I started listening to Santa Fe Clan and Hera MX. I started listening to Mexican rap about a year ago. And one thing I noticed about their music is it's very relatable. They talk about the actual struggle. And I mean the actual struggle of being poor. They talk about the come up. I mean, they have a song about the, the Mexican girls. You know, if you're familiar with this, there's Mexican there's girls in Mexico that go missing. They go missing and nobody knows where the fuck they're at. You know what I mean? And the government just kind of plays it off like it's no big deal, but it is. I mean, that's the kind of music they're making. They're bringing light to these issues that that are real. Mm-hmm. They talk, like I said, they talk about the struggle. They make you relate to their music. 
And that's the problem with with the music with the local Houston artists. They're not making music you can relate to. I mean, that's why I fuck with Young Easy's album so tough. Because his album was very very talking about the pain of his life and stuff like that. And that was very relatable to me. So I really fucked with his new album. Young Easy Young Easy is one of the few storytelling artists we have out here in Houston though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Outside of outside of Young Easy, we don't have many Many options. And I know every time you have an artist, especially on the show, I have an artist, they tell me, I'm the first to do this, I'm the first to do that, I'm telling my story, but you're not. Like, you're not. The problem is, a lot of the music that we're getting out here, not just in Houston, just in general, we're hearing about bitches, we're hearing about money, we're hearing about the luxury life that, first of all, these artists are not having it, they're not living it. And people can relate because not everybody has bitches. Not everybody has money. Not everybody has these cars. Not everybody has this luxury life. So I get it. It's cool to listen to. But after the two or three times listening to it, you're, you're over it. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, it was a cool beat. It's a cool delivery. Let's move on. Who's dropping the next tape, right? I mean, it's like food. Like, is it vegetables? You eat it and it stays in your system. It's healthy for you. Or is it junk food? Just fucking consume it and fucking shit it out. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, so that's the thing. We're not getting music that people can relate to. And the thing about these Mexican artists, I mean, if you follow Hera Mekis, if you follow Santa Fe Clan, you go to their Instagram page and you see they have shows where they sell out like fucking 20, 30,000 people at a festival, bro. Because they're talking about struggles that we're not we're not getting that in this music here in the states, bro. Is uh is King Lil G selling out House of Blues in Houston? Can he? Yes, because I seen. Shouts out to my boy Smooth Vega, but when Smooth Vega had that festival last year, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I was recording. I went down the line. I was like, "Who y'all here to see? King Lil G, King Lil G, you know, Castro." Uh, I'm here to see Baby Bash. I'm here to see Frankie J. King Lil G. King Lil G. King Lil G. Baby Bash. King Lil G. King Lil G. And you have all these motherfuckers wearing the AK-47 Sucio shirts. And he had at least, what, 3,000, 4,000 people at that festival? So fuck yeah, King Lil G can sell. Yeah. But again, King Lil G talks about the struggle, bro. Yeah, thanks. Outside of Young Yeezy... And, hey, shouts out to Young Easy because if you went to Young Easy's birthday bash, independently, Young Easy sold out his show. And it wasn't just Mexicans in that motherfucking building, yeah. which makes it even that more impressive. Yeah. Outside of that, how many people really selling out by just them being the, the only artist performing? Yeah. yeah, you'll have so-and-so opening... For so-and-so, and you have 30 other artists, and then it has a sellout show, but you have two or three headliners. Uh-huh. Young Easy was just Young Easy's birthday bash. He was the main artist performing. He had special guests and whatnot, but he was the main artist performing. Yeah. Outside of that, nobody's doing that, bro. Yeah. And when you listen to King Lil G, you're, you're getting stories about, you know, growing up, his dad cheating on his mom, his dad doing this, his dad doing that, his mom doing this for us. Struggles. Yeah. Which I think that's what's lacking in today's music, bro. People are not making music that's relatable. 
People are making music for themselves to and make that, them that, feel better about themselves. And that's why we're doing this. Like, it might be opinionated and stuff, but we're doing this because we're trying to find answers of how how can we make our culture better and how can we sell more records and and we're just trying to figure out the answers, man. Yeah. Hey, shout out to my boy, Gerard Fuck, how do you say your name, bro? Gerard... Can I dove one sixty nine shots? Hey, I appreciate the roses, bro. Appreciate that. But um, it's it's. I just wish we were getting more stories, more stories about the struggles, things that we can all relate to in music. Yeah. I mean, that's why Pac was Pac. That and that's why it's so hard to compare anybody to Pac. Because who's giving us a song about Dear Mama? Yeah. Bro, I listen. My mom's still alive. Shouts out to my mom. And I listen to Dear Mama, and that shit makes me tear up, bro. Because yeah. it's like fuck. Like I can't even listen. There's to that nobody. Song. <laughs> there's really no woman alive that can take my mama's place unconditionally. Yeah. My mom's gonna love me no matter what, even if I was an asshole the day before. My her doors are always open. Mm-hmm. Who's making that kind of music? Yep. And that's why artists are not having fans. These local artists don't have fans because their music is not relatable. Bro, you're talking about racks. You're talking about cars. You're talking about houses. You're talking about hoes that you don't have and I don't have. So why the fuck do I want to listen to it? You listen to it once and it's it's out. Exactly. Where's the replay value? There's no replays in it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And now, if you're making Texas music, we live in Texas. We got that fucking Texas pride. That's a whole different yeah. story. If you're Mexican, if you're making Mexi- uh, if you're making Texas style music, we're gonna jam to that shit regardless. Because every now and then we want to be riding around with the windows <laughs> down, talking about swinging on this, swinging <laughs> on that. But when you do that, you're also a, a, a lot of Mexican artists, Hispanic artists, don't want to be called Hispanic artists or Latin artists because they don't want to put they don't want to be put in a box. The thing is, when you're making this kind of music, you're also being put in a box, and that's even worse. Because if you put in a Latin artist box, you can be a Latin in Oklahoma. You could be a Latin in Vegas. You could be a Latin in Cali, a Latin in Texas, Michigan, New York. But once you make Texas music, guess what? You're just a fucking Texas artist. Dang, just spoke to my soul, j You see what I'm saying, though? Like, you can be a Latin rapper in New York. You could be a Latin rapper yeah. in fucking Miami and fucking Idaho. But when you're a Texas artist, you're just that. And and there's nothing wrong with that. Texas is big enough where you can go platinum. Shouts out to Slim Thug and them. You can make a buzz. You can make money. You can make a living. But at the end of the day, this shit is not a just not just about making a living. If that's that's what if that's what this is about for you, then shouts out to you. And that's why but it's I, a curse too, because you can put yourself in that box and be be put comfortable. Put yourself in a box. You put yourself in that box and you're comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's, oh, it's my nigga Harry. Shouts out to Harry. Shouts out to my boy Harry, man. I didn't even know that was you. You got a weird ass name on TikTok. <laughs> um, nah, but, um, yeah, man, that's, it's, that that's my only issue with uh, Texas rap, that, that we, we don't want to be labeled as Texas artists or Latin artists, but we're okay with being labeled as Texas artists. Yeah. And I think it's a bigger market for Latin artists than there is for Texas artists. 
That's facts, bro. And I think that's you just what blew my mind right now. And I think that's what holds us <laughs> back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what, what what's your take on it? I just rambled off because I've been wanting to talk about this shit for a long ass I mean, time. I mean, that's real as fuck. Like, I've never thought of it from that perspective, but that's that's real as fuck. Because cause it's kind of hard. Like, people want to put you in a box. Like, I'll put some real ass shit out and I'll get like 400 views on a video. I do a, a song with a little flip and talk about some Texas shit, 10,000 views. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you kind of, like, the people want to put you in a box at times. So, but, I mean, that's real as fuck what you just said. Like, Latin market is a whole lot bigger than the Texas market. Yeah. So, and and that's why that's why he's selling a house of blues, because of who he's speaking to. Exactly. He's talking to the Latin people. I mean, why, why is reggaeton international music? See, and that's another thing. Let's talk about let's talk about that. When you talk about reggaeton artists, you see these reggaeton artists feature everybody. Any reggaeton artist that's hot has each other on a track. Just like rap music. Outside of DJ Cali, who has done that? Yeah. Because in the United States, we're not about unity, bro. Yeah. We're not. We're about I'm gonna make this. And I'm going to shit on everybody else. It's not about, I'm going to make this and I want all y'all to make it with me. Let's be real. Yeah. Because Thorn, you have Baker G, you have Carol G, you have so-and-so all on the same tracks. Putting records together to put records as a whole. It's, it's hard, bro, because there's so many egos. Like, I see, I see the new Houston artists, these younger generation, like... So many people trying to unite, but then egos get involved and people start beefing over stupid bullshit. And and we try to keep them together as OG, just like Pimp C used to do with Slim Thug and Zero and shit like that. And you try to keep them together, but it's, it's these egos, man. These egos get involved and people start taking sides and shit like that, but it's, it's all about that unity. People got to stick together and... And work on music together and help keep pushing each other's names because that's what helps everybody. Let me let me get my fans and make them your fans and your fans become my fans. And that's the only way we can build with each other. It's all about unity at the end of the day. It's not about these stupid-ass egos, man. That, that should be blocking our money. Because we yeah. need we need them numbers. We need the numbers, and together we can all work together and get those numbers. Yeah, but people don't see that, unfortunately. They they do they do, but then them fucking egos get involved, man. That ego motherfucker, like, oh, this person did this to me. This and then it be some little petty bullshit, man, and it just fucks everything up. I've seen it countless times. That boy, that boy texting on his razor. <laughs> Who got a razor? It's 2022, J-Man. It's 2022 and I got a motherfucking flip phone. You know what I'm saying? That's how the fuck I do it. I got a flip phone. I got a razor phone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get internet on the hoe? <laughs> but come on. <laughs> nah, let's keep it moving, man. What else you got? Uh, this show is brought to you by Trap Sauce. <laughs> 
Mr. Never Die's Trap Sauce. Strawberry Mango. Mr. Never Die Mixed Strawberry so, Mango for your micheladas and all that good shit. Make sure you get it. Follow him on Instagram at Mr. Never Die. Let's go. So who's who's your artist to look out for this week? My artist to lack. Fuck. Hey, I've been drinking. I haven't had a drink in a while. And I started drinking fucking hornitos and I'm fucking lit. I'm fucking mixing up my words. Texas OG a bad influence. Sluttering. Texas OG is a fucking bad influence. Um, my artist of the week has to be my boy, Louis the Singer. Oh, no. So it's a little bit different. Think about Louis, man. He was a he was a rap artist. He transitioned into R and B, and then I got got a little. I, I interviewed him last week, so I got a little insight of what happened. He decided to go into country. What? And I the didn't fuck, know that. the fucking cool thing. The reason he's the artist for me of the week, bro, because the dude was a cold rapper, dope ass R and B singer, and even a better country singer. Damn. So that just gives you an insight of how good of an artist he really is. Because how many people you know could go from rap to R&B to country and still be dope? Nice. You know what I'm saying? He's, he, he's got a big buzz going with, with the TikTok following. He's, he, he reached his first one million views on a song called uh, I Do It Anyways, which is a song he wrote for his dad. Um, he, bounced, he bounced back hard, man. He had, he had his little fall and yeah, my boy. he bounced back hard, man. So, you know, on the Salute. interview, we talked about how he got locked up. He got yeah. locked up. He was gone for a year and a half. Came back, did a little R&B, was about to do a, a duo with, with my girl, Anna Mace. Shout out to Anna Mace. Shout out to Anna Mace. Uh, it didn't work out, and he, he jumped into country, and dude's killing it. Damn, I didn't know that, bro. He's doing country now, bro. That's dope. Uh, he's about to get locked up again, unfortunately. Damn. Uh, he goes in next week. But he'll be out in six months, so he'll be out in October. Uh, but the reason he's the artist, you know, just the artist of the week for me, man, is because, again, he made the transition from rap to R&B to country. Didn't skip a fucking beat. Gained a bigger following now that he's in country because he brought his his R&B following into the country mix. Man, I'm about to check that out. And, and, and the dude's actually good. Yeah. And I mean, radio stations, A&R, some shit hitting him up. I mean, I, I made up with him an hour after he had made up with an A&R from The Bull. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so you know, he just dropped a new single called Going Back, which actually talks about um, about him going back to prison. And, um, yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's the reason he's, he's my artist of the week, man. If you haven't done so, make sure you check him out. Louis the Singer. Uh, R&B slash rapper slash country artist, man. That That's that's who my artist of the week is. What you got for us today? Man, um, man I've been fucking with the Highway Gang, man. Highway, Highway Yellow from Switcher House. Uh, he he coming up with a whole collective of rappers. And, and the thing about a lot of rappers, when they get a crew of rappers, they get weak rappers because they don't want nobody to outshine them. But... That's what I really fuck with Highway Yellow is like he's got a crew of fucking rappers that'll go hard. Like uh he j- have you heard of Trendsetter? I have not. He he's this white dude and he kinda like got some country rap tunes to him. Man, he dope as fuck. He just signed him. Um we were out in the valley, we we're doing Highway Fest three 
And uh, and now I saw his artist Ken Wan. He was he was fucking wrecking like a motherfucker. And you ain't never seen Highway Yellow do a show, man. That boy be freestyling like a motherfucker, going hard. And then um, and then my boy K Fuentes from West Texas. He part of Highway Gang. Uh, and then I saw the youngest member, Low Key. He he real dope, man. He from out there in West Texas. My boy G Fats had actually told me about him when we were doing Big Boss Entertainment. He's like, Hey bro, you need to check out this kid low key. And um and actually Highway Yellow got him part of the highway gang now. And he, he dope as fuck, man. I saw him perform down there in the valley. He was he was wrecking, bro. Yeah. So so Highway Yellow got a whole team strong and I'm sure he got more artists too. That's just that's just the ones I know about. But Highway Gang going hard, man. Shout, shout out to that boy Highway Yellow signing talent and and getting it done, man. Yeah, much respect to that. I've been wanting I've been wanting to bring Highway Yellow to the to the show, man. Um, I know he, you know I knew he got signed to Swisher House. I got in touch with him. He was down to come to the show. It just hasn't happened already. Uh, but I didn't know he was just signing you know, talent like that, trying to yeah. bring Swisher House back. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, well, he got his own Highway Gang. Highway Gang now. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's Swisher House slash Highway Gang. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. I seen you guys were out the out in the valley doing things with yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, gotta yeah. move around, man. Can't can't just stay in your neighborhood, man. Gotta move yeah. around and go to different cities and, and get that love, man. Yeah. Um That's dope. I mean, I'm familiar I'm familiar with him. Uh I, I fuck with his music. Like I said, I hit him up because I wanted to have him on the show. I th- I think he's dope. The fact that he's doing all this, I especially didn't know, I wasn't aware him, of all of this. Especially seeing him live, man. Like that boy be straight freestyling. He be going hard in the motherfucker. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't had the opportunity to see him live yet. Hopefully, we get to do that here in the upcoming year or whatnot. Already. Yeah. Uh, what does we got, man? Let's let's wrap it up with the last segment. What does we got? Man, I think that's that's pretty much coming to a close, bro. Is it? Te- Texas Underground Radar doing big things, man. Episode two. Episode number two. <laughs> if you haven't watched episode number one, it is coming to YouTube. Uh, Texas Underground Radar. Um, we decided to go live on TikTok. This is the first time we ever go live on TikTok. So shout out to everybody tuning in. Shout out to the whole two people tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> now shout out to everybody who tuned in, man. We appreciate it. Uh, and uh, if you want to watch you the any, whole, you got any dope videos you want to tell people to check out? Dope videos? Yeah. Nah. Man, uh, I, uh <laughs> like fucking asshole, like nah. Man, that that uh that Southside Hoodlum Born to Die video, that whole pretty tight. Uh, Young Easy, <laughs> that Granny video. Man, Young Easy been dropping videos like a motherfucker. Well, yeah, Young Easy, the Granny video. That yeah, that, that bitch dope. Yeah. I mean, Young Easy's just dope, man. And I hate to sound biased because you know what I'm saying. I, I'm starting to get closer to Young Easy just because hey, man, I fuck with. But there, there's the reasons why we fuck with the artists that we fuck with because they yeah. dope. I mean, we can be biased all fucking day because that's why we fuck with the artists we fuck with because they dope, they make a moves, and it's true. Yeah. So we gonna be biased. We we around these artists because they dope. Yeah, you're right. Just just like clever, one of my favorite artists because he go hard and I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Now you're right. It is what it is. You're right. So shit, let's wrap up this episode of Texas Underground Radar. I'm your boy Jay Vaz. Never die. And uh, make sure you subscribe. Follow us on, on Instagram at the JVaz Show. And hey, shout out to that boy JVaz, man. Appreciate you letting us do this for real, man. You know what I'm saying? H-Town Firearms. We're about to keep going live here on TikTok for the whole two followers. We're about to go live on Instagram, just talk a little shit. And uh, yep. thank you guys for watching. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Texas Underground Radar. I'm your boy JVaz. Oh. And you're watching. 
forgot about Texas rap classic. It's all good. <laughs> it's Mr. Never Die. You watching Texas Underground Radar brought to you by the J Bass Show, baby. Let's go. Texas motherfucker, Texas motherfucker, Texas motherfucker.